Good afternoon. It is Friday, December 10th, and this is Chicky with the Executive Girlfriends Group coming to you from not-so-sunny Tampa, Florida, and it is actually a little bit chilly here, but I guess it's December and we can, we can expect that. And I am delighted to introduce our guest, who is the author of a book called 148 Ways to Advertise and promote your business. And I I just actually came across her through a a good friend of mine, Rebecca Happy, and her name is Charlene Brisson. Charlene, did I pronounce your last name correctly? Absolutely. I'm very impressed, Tiki. (laughs) Well, you know, I I love your book because the, the subtitle of this is The Ultimate Guide to Online, Offline, and Mobile Marketing Tactics. And uh, we had a a guest on last week who was talking about women being bold, and I think it takes a real bold statement in this particular uh, climate for someone to say that they have actually written the ultimate guide. So I can't wait to dig into this. And uh, for those of you who haven't seen her book yet... Uh, the banner on the front is like a movie marquee that says we have 21 years left on our lease, and I love that. <laughs> um, and Rebecca and I, uh, you know, who is on the call with me today, is uh, you know she she's always helping me try to figure out how to do kind of milestone marketing. So we are very anxious as small business people, uh, entrepreneurs to uh, listen to what you have to say. But uh, as uh, you and I had talked about earlier in the day, we have lots of uh, our Executive Girlfriends Group members who work for major corporations, Fortune 100, Fortune 500, all the way down to mid-sized companies, both family-owned and privately held, some companies that are are in kind of startup mode. And then we have uh, many others of us who are consultants. So, Charlene, welcome. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about your background? Absolutely. Thanks, Jackie. Well, I've spent over 25 years in the actual marketing trenches, which is you know developing and executing hands-on online, offline campaigns out of six countries and with small, medium, large-size, aggressive, entrepreneur-driven businesses. So I have – I'm an entrepreneur myself. I'm a solopreneur myself. I've worked with and continue to consult with small business startups uh, uh, as well as people who have been in business for you know several years, medium-sized businesses. Usually, I'm, I favor the entrepreneur-driven, uh, but I have absolutely worked in big corporate America with telecommunications companies and uh, right. financial companies. So I have a really well, we're, we're big grasp. advocates. We're big advocates yeah. of trying to bring the entrepreneurial spirit into corporate well, America. So. I think it's the only way it's going to survive, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah, so I have a I have a what I'm hoping is a fairly obvious question. You mm-hmm. are known as the three-step marketing pro. So why 148 ways? Where is the number 148 come? I, I know there has to be a story behind it. I see the dis, I see the disconnect. I totally see the disconnect <laughs> in the 3 and the 148. Well, let, let me start with the three steps because I think that and and one of the things that we had talked about also, Chicky, was you know where where are we going and you know with all the craziness in in marketing and the global uh, scenario that we're in right now and and I think that as marketing executives, whether we're in big business or small business, we really need to all get back to the basics and not get sidetracked by all the shiny objects. And quite frankly, the 148 ways are shiny objects. But they're only all these different all these different tactics and methods of marketing, which now include offline, online, and mobile. Mobile is going to just absolutely explode in the next couple of years. Um, 
all of those tactics mean nothing and will be absolutely useless to you if you don't get back to basics. And the basics, of course, are know, number one, step one, know who your customers are. Step two, who your ideal customer is. Not just, you know, I was going to say, it isn't just your customer. It's not it's just your, your customer. ideal customer. It's your ideal, your primary, mm-hmm. your ideal, your perfect customer, however you want to describe that. And I like to use the term ideal customer. Second step is craft a message that speaks to that ideal customer. And number three is select tactics that will attract those customers. Because there's so many things that are, there's so many ways to advertise and market yourself and promote yourself and your business. When I say yourself, I mean your business or your product, your service, that it's really easy to get overwhelmed. And I'm seeing this all the time. And that's why I wrote the book, because I'm seeing really, you know, savvy marketers get distracted and also get, you know, they're getting a bit overwhelmed. And some of them are getting a bit frightened by everything that's out there. And how am I going to, you know, should I be using this tactic? Should I be using coupons online? Should I be mobile marketing? Should I be, uh, you know, putting waterfalls in my, you know, my trade show? What should I be doing (laughs) in order to attract a customer's attention? And it all comes back to who is my ideal customer and and what are the tactics that are out there available to me so that I can create a campaign that will actually deliver results. And so um, the campaigns that, that people are, you know, we're, we're building, um, you know, what, if, we're, if we're overwhelmed and we're too distracted by, you know, should I be using this or that, the other thing, then we either will be sitting on campaigns that, you know, we haven't changed in the last couple of years, which are just giving us mediocre results, or we just sort of paralyze up and do nothing, right? right? Or, um, you know, uh, we just go crazy, and which has happened to me. I've worked with some marketers and business owners that they're just trying to do everything. You know, they see, they see oh, I should, you know, be working on, you know, in, in this medium, that medium, and the other, and not really considering their customer. Right. You know, it's interesting because uh, Rebecca and I are just getting ready to go up to Washington, D.C. to work with one of our clients who, uh, you know, uh, in fact, they use the shiny object term a lot. But, you yeah. know, as I read the <laughs> intro to your book where it says, you know, there are hundreds of tactics and thousands of integrated combinations that can, you can use. Mm-hmm. We were actually talking about that this morning because we specialize in uh, travel strategy. Right. And so this would be, in this particular case, we're working with a large membership organization who's trying to figure out how to reach their membership mm-hmm. with their travel offering. And, and again, with travel, you know, there, there are so, such a plethora of combinations. Oh, and and no we question. were trying to decide, you know, what was the right visual. And, and we're actually going to, you know, buy Rubik's Cubes and, and put those on the tables because nice. it really is the Rubik's Cube that we're, that we're looking at here. Yeah. So, so once you've got those three things down, and I mean, those make totally complete sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it is so hard for people how to get to that ideal customer definition, what what do you tell them and how to narrow it down? Well, I always fall back on you know demographics, geographics, and psychographics. Um, it's it's taking a look at who is your customer right now, 
right? You can look at your customer. Who is your who's your sweet spot? What is the customer that you have, your client, your customer that you have that is spending money with you, that is um, um, bringing you what you need, right? And you're able to. It's a good match, right? And so, part of it is. Um, understanding as many details about them as possible. So geographics, I hear a lot right now, well, go global, mm-hmm. right? Go global. You know, you know, with the Internet, you can have customers all over the world. Well, that's not practical. A, it's not practical. B, it's hugely expensive. And three, it's... Um, uh, you, the riches are in the niche, in the niches. Have you heard that? The riches are in the niches. No. And so where you're going to make your money, I just heard that this last weekend, actually, an internet marketing oh, conference. I like that. Um, but it's in the niche, and the niche is what is it, what differentiates your customer from the rest of them. I I look at uh, uh, examples for I, I use a very basic example of a, a consumer product of a red stove. So what is it about that, you know, the, the, I talked about the geographics, the demographics. So how old is that, real, that specific client? Not in a broad base, but if you were to find the ideal customer, well, how old would that person be? What would their household income be? What, what, what postal code would they or zip code would they be living in? How many children are, or do they have children? Are they married? What's their education? All those items also... For psychographics, which psychographics are basically behaviors, lifestyle behaviors. And so what is it about them that um, that will give you clues as to where they find them? And what I've done is I've also broken down psychographics, online psych- psychographics and offline. So an offline psychographic might be, let's, for example, uh, someone who's interested, a woman who's interested in buying, I've decided it's a woman who's 30 seven years old, she lives in the zip code, and, you know, she's married, she's got um, a couple of younger kids, She entertained, she's really all about, you know, impressing her friends, she wants to impress her friends, she wants to, you know, have, uh, have nice things, um, and she also shops at places, a psychographic might be, she shops at a more of an organic um, place, so someplace like Whole Foods, for example, might be right. somewhere that she shops. So, and in where I live, there's a, a number of different local organic um, or natural food stores. So, an offline that would be an offline psychographic where I could use that as a clue and a, approach the um, organic store and do some sort of a promotion with them. So that I can then um, capture their audience, which is my audience, their customer, which is my customer, and save myself some some time. Also, mm-hmm. online is really important because social media. People seem to think, or I'm hearing a lot in the marketplace and and with with um, marketers and business owners that everything's about social media right now. It's all about social media. <laughs> well, it's only about social media for you as a marketer and business owner if your customer is using social media, <laughs> right? Well, that's true. But, you know, we saw this same thing back in the late 90s of, you know, everybody abandoned just all of the other 
what ended yes. up being high yield distribution <laughs> channels and and my industry you know which I, I've spent thirty years in the travel industry yeah. they ran headlong from a client and of course for the most part I'm involved in B2B but in the B2C world mm-hmm. you had airlines running away from a $690 uh average airline ticket down to a $299 airline ticket That's amazing you know thinking that they were cutting out the yeah. distribution channels which by the way only cost them $30 so you know they Shocking. just really split their throats and and I think right now because it's so hard for companies who are doing it badly to mm-hmm. ever get anywhere close to an ROI on social media, yeah, um, you know, because they really are just doing spam and noise. Oh, um, without question. You know, it, it, that then they get frustrated. And it's like, well, you know, they said this was the panacea, this was the next big thing, but you know, it, it's coupled with an integrated marketing strategy, right? Everything has to be integrated. And I I preach integrated always. And you and I are quite fortunate because we have the experience of the more traditional marketing, per se, um, that that transitioned into online. So we have that, um, you know, that, that background that allows us to sort of see things from a really – uh, a high vantage point, and and yeah, and that's what a lot of companies are doing. However, you know, social media has its its place, but um, I really caution companies from throwing everything into it unless they've got, a, as always, a solid strategy. They know what they want right. to accomplish it, and their clients are in fact on that medium. Um, Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of smaller companies that that I hear. Well, I want to get on Twitter. I want to get on Twitter. My own personal opinion is that Twitter is a, is a pretty tough means to use if that's all you're going to be using social media for is Twitter. And um, uh, it's great for connections. It's fabulous for making you know direct content, um, connections in some way. But you, you kind of need to know the bigger picture, and you have to use it in a way that's that's not going to damage your existing uh, funnels or your channels or your revenue streams. Uh, in a way that uh, doesn't make any sense, right? But but on the other hand, it's also from a search engine optimization, which I'm really big in search engines right now, and most companies need to be because where's the first place that a customer will go to look for a product is most of them are researching online before they actually go out to buy, whether it's bricks and mortar or online purchases. Right. And... Um, Therefore, you really have to be aware of where your rankings are on Google, MSN, Yahoo, that sort of thing. And 41% of people, by the way, 41% of people click through on the first organic listing. So there's a big tendency to think that I have to pay money to be on Google to be up at the very, very top. Uh, you can see the ads on the very top, and sometimes most, a lot of people don't even know they're there because you have to tilt your screen to see the shaded background behind <laughs> them, which is a new trick. And so, from a consumer's perspective, it's you know they're trying to mitigate the factor that oh that's paid, so I don't want to click on it. The person who's on the bottom of the home page or the first page search page on Google gets more clicks than the person who's paid to be at the top or the side. <laughs> That's amazing. It is totally amazing. And the the thing is, is that you can relatively easy, depending on your search words, your keywords, because that online marketing is all about keywords these days, is that 
what, depending on your keywords, you, it's relatively easy to get to, um, you know, get on home page or the first page of Google um, by using a combination of different things. And one is, of course, you know, blogging and having a robust website, an interactive website, and right. uh, using some social media. But it, again, it has to be interactive. So if you're wasting time not producing anything, don't even start. Right. That's so can we talk, you've, you've talked a bit about <laughs> finding your ideal customer as a B2C mm-hmm. play. And, you know, clearly data is important of, of being able to capture data about, about your customers so that you mm-hmm. know. How about B2B? How do you help people figure out who their ideal customer is? Well, there's a, a sec- there's another day? level with B2B, and one of them is, or I consider it uh, another level, is that you, you there's still people. You'll never be selling to a building. <laughs> Even if it's a business, it's still a person within that business that you're selling to. It's it's either the director of operations, the director of sales, the whoever it is. You are trying to sell the CEO, the executive, uh, the C-level. You're selling to people, and there are groups of people that you are selling to. So if you're, let's say you are selling um, office supplies, and so you are going to the purchasing, the director of purchasing to businesses. So what are, what's the pos- what's, what's, what are the patterns that you see? So are they primarily, what's the gender? Are they primarily women? Are they primarily men? Are you, and, and then I, I also go back, of course, to who are, your custom, who are those clients right now? Because unless you're a startup, you already have clients, right? And, and what is showing the most success with you? So start to look at them and start to look at the patterns and see what they are. And, and one of the best ways to um, get a hold of and get in touch of People within businesses are through associations. So if you focus in, and I always recommend that you focus in on industry, uh, so the more narrow you get, the more successful you're going to be. You can always expand later, but again, that's the niche, right? So the more narrow you get in industry and job title, in um, uh, size of business, that could be employees, um, revenue, annual revenue generation, the more you can you can narrow that down, the more successful. And so associations, there are industry associations for everything. Every kind of, every topic, every business um, industry association department, there are associations. And often they have some fabulous um, data on their own, on their members. Right. So they've got, um, you know, just who their members are and all the information in that, but also the industry itself and where the where the growth is, where it's not growing. And so, um, mm-hmm. and they're, sorry, and they're also online and offline. So right. they've got directories that you can you can get a hold of. It's just an idea. One of um, the things that um, we do as humans that uh, I, I actually find quite curious is we tend to learn almost better from the stories of what people do wrong than than hearing (laughs) how to do it right. What are some of the worst things that you have seen people do on a marketing uh, plan or or on their their tactical implementation that goes against your three-step marketing model? Okay, well, 
I'm glad you asked this question, Vicki. <laughs> and you didn't even put me up to it. How about that? I've seen so many things wrong. I bet. <laughs> and I have been in, I've walked into major multinational companies that didn't know who their their primary customer was, who didn't have an actual plan, a marketing plan and strategy. Shock, I mean, shocking, really, really shocking. And so small business startups and small businesses in general always think that <laughs> everyone else has it together, right? Everyone right. else knows what they're doing except for them, right? And that's just not true. And so, I, listen, I've worked, I worked in media. I worked in radio, newspaper, uh, magazines, and who are teaching that to their clients, and they – didn't I'm not going to say who. Yeah, I was going to say let's where. not name names. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm always that. tempted to. <laughs> and I know. I, well, sometimes I kind of want to just to prove a point, <laughs> but no, I won't do that. Um, who don't have their have marketing plans? No marketing plans, and and so um, so I would well, that, I that in, a, in a in a hurry. And then the other one that is an enormous. There a couple other ones um, is that. I call it hippo, or you might have heard the term hippo, which is highest paid uh, person's uh, opinion. Yeah. And so it could be the president, could be the director of marketing, sales and marketing. It could be someone in that C level. Uh, it could be yourself. Could be me, which I mm-hmm. really work at. Uh, we'll use tactics and strategies just because they like them. Right. So. They like this particular radio station. Oh, they saw this website. You know, oh, I really love Facebook. I really mm-hmm. love this, right? And oh, I'm I love hockey. So let's advertise on the boards, the rink boards, and the hockey rink, right? And and when in fact, again, it comes back to the customer that they they're not appealing to the customer. They're not directing their energies, their budget, their their uh, messaging to their customer. They're doing um, selecting tactics because they like them. Right. And that you know, I think that also works in reverse. I, I was in a meeting this week with the, mm-hmm. the CEO of, of a very large organization, and we were talking about some of the uh, the other kinds of strategies, such as mobile and social media, that, that really mm-hmm. do need to be integrated in with the holistic oh. strategy. And after he walked out of the room, I asked one of the senior people, do you know if he answers his own email or whether he <laughs> has his assistant to it? Because I remember another client that we worked yeah. with yeah. who – you know, we could talk all day about online, and and you know, his, yeah. he'd smile and he'd nod, and you know, and no again, idea. his he, yeah, I mean, he, he probably didn't yeah. even know how to get an outbound phone call going without his assistant. So, yeah, you know, I mean, that that is also indicative of a particular age group. It age isn't group just demographic, men, but yes. but you know, again, <laughs> but the other interesting thing, and and Rebecca, I don't know if you even know this, but we Rebecca and I just came off of a a, a, a spectacular failure in in an entrepreneurial sense. We raised $7 million, built out uh, a game-changing technology, and then ran out of money. And our major investor put $6 million in. Wow. And do you know in 
the the year and a half or two years that the company was operational with when the system was running, he never created a profile. So I know he never went oh. in and played with the system. So he, the only time he, he ever saw it was yeah. when we were out doing pitches trying to raise money. Yeah. It's like how in the world could somebody put in six million dollars yeah. and not at least try it themselves? It's but shocking. you know, I mean I think this whole thing about um you know, being mindful of the uh, demographic of your own team and and their psychographics and and their biases, I think, is hugely oh, important. We all walk around with bias. We all do, right? Because we are a demographic, and there are there are inherent uh, characteristics of every demographic. And so we need to, before anything, we need. That's why we need to sort of look at our customer, put it on paper. I say, give that customer a name, find a picture of that customer. Stick it on the wall. Make sure everybody sees it. If that person that you've identified and you have all the characteristics around, you know, psychographics, demographics, if that person, let's call her Samantha, if Samantha wouldn't listen to that radio station, um, use that social media, whatever it is, right, then Mm -hmm. don't do it. Don't do it because it is about that customer and, and I've seen that happen so often where people just are, they're either over-enthusiastic about everything or completely under-enthusiastic and they have no idea. Um, knowing your, and, and that goes the same with knowing your product, right? So, or not necessarily knowing your product, but using your product or service. Right. Um, same thing. So I, I've worked <laughs> with some companies. It's like the president of the company there was 11 outlets that they had across the country, had never been to one of the outlets. <laughs> never! And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You've never been into one of the, let's call them stores? You've never been? No. Well, how on earth could you ever have any concept of the the right. experience of your customer? If you've never done it, if you've never gone through, and that was the same with the online, but was making constant, constant changes to the marketing strategy based on his own perceptions and his wife's, okay, who is also completely out of the target demographic. So, you know, that's another thing. I, I, I always say don't let your wife edit your copy, and that could be husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, child, right. neighbor, Right, it's got to be someone who is within the demographic, who's who's feeding back. I think a lot of marketers who've worked for other people will have had that experience where right. they're focused on on the product, service, the, and the demographic, and create a campaign, and then the the hippo comes in and goes, you know, my wife was looking at this yesterday, or my husband, <laughs> my son was looking at this, and he thinks we should, and then it all changes, right? Right, right. So we have to really be uh, aware of our own biases and our own um, likes and and step out of them. Right. Well, so since we don't have time to go through the complete list of 148 tactics, if you have to pick pick (laughs) one in each of the three categories, offline, online, and mobile, that people – Perhaps it's not the one that's normally obvious or top of mind, but one that can be incredibly effective. And and I know I, I didn't prep you for this question no, either, no, but I, I'm just I'm I, testing you to see to see hey, how well you know your material. This is this is it, right? But you know, and and when and when I do that, it has to be in a in a way that um, 
um, with the caveats, right, that integrated marketing is critical, that one item, one tactic rarely is hugely successful on its own. It's mm-hmm. also, again, what is it that your what is it that, you know, the client is or, or whatever. I mean, I'm blown away. So let's say uh, mobile marketing, right? I am absolutely blown away by proximity advertising, which mm-hmm. is coming up, right? Proximity advertising right. where a person is walking by your store, your sign, right. um, and, and messages ring and something very specific to their uh, likes, their previous purchases goes off, a message goes to them, hey, Chicky, we've got your, um, you know, your Gucci bag in purple on sale today, right? Proximity right. advertising is going to be, it, it's huge. It's RFID, uh, mini, you know the little cars, the Austin minis? They right. did a brilliant, brilliant campaign where they, uh, it's, it's a proximity advertising. It wasn't mobile, but where they use a key fob, and they put personalized billboards where in, in demographic areas where their customers would go. And when that customer would drive by that area, on the billboard it would say, Hey, Joe, right? <laughs> hey, Joe, happy birthday, or great-looking wheels, Joe, right? I mean, brilliant stuff, right? Right, right. Um, Offline yesterday, oh, I love sign spinning. I got to tell you, I just think it's such a cool, cool product uh, or a cool tactic. And you know when you have gorillas standing by the side of the road going by flowers right, here with right. an arrow. Well, this is way more, a thousand times more effective and catches uh, attention. This is you know again offline. Um, where it's kind of like a breakdancer kind of person who has a sign is like flipping it all over the place and rolling on the ground. And <laughs> and so it's something you wouldn't normally see, right? And so it, it really does uh, drive, drive um, you know, drive customers in, drive attention. You know, it could be, it, it could be if you just have your website on, on that sign, that also. And it's inexpensive, right? It's I'll really tell you my very favorite, just mm. because it, it blew me away, is uh, when my kids were younger and, you know, you, you did a lot of drive-through. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, because you didn't want to have to get out of the car and, and deal with all of that. Um, one day I actually was driving down the road and my kids weren't in the car. But mm-hmm. I decided to swing into Wendy's. And um, because the line didn't look so long, right, and I was in a hurry. And so I pulled in, you know, placed my order at the board in the back like you have to. And, you know, she said, drive around. And and I I drove up to the window and handed her my money, and she handed my food to me. And she said, see you tomorrow. Nice. And I thought, whoa, was (laughs) that brilliant. Not only was the service unbelievable at lunchtime, But see you tomorrow, and and it wasn't oh. like I had been there all the time. But it, you know, it's something as simple as that, and it was oh. said so genuinely, as yeah. if you're going to be so delighted not only with the service but the food that you will be back tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and, and, that and that had been. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That, oh, sorry, that's a personal touch, right? That we yeah. don't, we're just not getting. We're just not getting that very often anymore, and that is so critical, and that's marketing, 
Absolutely. Um, the online, uh, my choice for online right now, and it changes on a regular basis right now, Groupon. Have you seen Groupon? Oh, yeah. Groupon Well, all, all of us who've been watching what Google okay. is doing with its money have seen Groupon. Right. And Groupon, there is a, I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia right now, and uh, there's a cookie shop. A bit, you know, they sell cookies. And they did a coupon on cookies. They usually, through Groupon, they usually sell, um, I don't know, 12 dozen cookies in a week. They did a, cu- a Groupon coupon. They had 2,400 orders in a day. Oh, my goodness. Did, did it, it like, the melt them down? Deliver, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> totally. Totally. And you can use it for services, too. Like, we've talked, I've talked uh, somewhat about bricks and mortar, but anything that you do for a product, you can usually use for a service. But, again, if you're doing that kind of stuff, what's the messaging that you're you're delivering to your customer. What is it that you're saying? And and are you saying it across the board and everything? I I, I was on the bus the other day, the SkyTrain and the bus, and um, the most awful ads are in there. <laughs> it's like you've <laughs> yes. got you've got public transportation. That's not seven, my demographic. Seven, exactly, and it's not for most people. But I'll tell you what, Chicky, um, my car blew up, so I had to take the bus. And so while well, it's in the shop, and I and I had to go somewhere, so I took the bus. You, marketers need to go out and, and check out different modes of transportation so you can see what's out there. Because I, and I love doing that. That's what I do. I take my camera everywhere and I just take pictures. But um, um, you got 70% at least of the people in public transportation with a smartphone in their hand. And none of the advertising around them is, has any call to action or the call to action is so incompetent. That, that anybody with any kind of smarts could go in there and take over an entire, you know, they could take over an entire city through the interiors of transit if that was their customer, and the <laughs> exterior, right? And that's old. That's what people think is like. Well, that's old uh, marketing. You know, we don't. That doesn't right. work anymore. It works. It works. I was at an internet marketing conference on the weekend in San Diego, and one of the internet marketers, what he does is he uses. Direct mail combined with um, uh, internet or online, right? So he sends out, he finds his, his niche, right? Let's say it's carpet uh-huh. um, cleaners. Finds his niche, um, looks on the home, because he's selling SEO, so search engine optimization. Finds the home page or the, you know, a search key- keywords, circles the top three listings, uh, sends a, a, a personalized direct mail piece to, let's say, um, Sandy Smith at ABC uh, Carpet Cleaners says, hi, Sandy, you know, why aren't you, why isn't ABC Carpet Cleaners on the top of this list? Check Mm -hmm. out, go to this website, sandysmith.xyz.com. So it's got an actual website for her specifically. She goes wow. on that, right? She goes there and says, hi, Sandy. Here's all the tools that you can use to get there, right? So, again, it's that integration. So, you know, the, and that's what that my book's about, right? It shows all the, you know, instead of being freaked out by everything that's all, all the different tactics that are out there, the book is a Bible. It's like your guide, right, of all the different things. So I need to freshen up my campaign. What can I do? I need some ideas. Right or right. what is this particular tactic that I I have no idea what it is, and 
90%, I, I'll bet you 9 out of 10, if not more, is in the book. So, it just, you know, it's a good way to look look at things a little differently. Well, exciting. Marketing this has is been, so exciting. Well, it is. It is, and I can't <laughs> wait uh, to, to actually dig into your book. But uh, why don't you tell uh, the folks listening how they can find you, first of all, uh, and, and which really is the best place to follow you uh, on social media. Okay. And, and actually, for those who are in the Executive Girlfriends group who are listening to this call uh, Charlene does have a profile. She is moving this weekend, though, so she did tell me that she won't be updating it right away, uh, but I'll send her a reminder. And, Charlene, that's actually the best way for our members, uh, the 600-plus members of the Executive Girlfriends Group, because if they're listening to this, they may be driving or, mm-hmm. or out running or something because we're on uh, iTunes. Of course. And so they may not be able to write it down. But if you will make sure to go into the Executive Girlfriends Group platform and update your website, the phone number that you would like for people to use if they want to call you. And then again, there's a blog page where you can uh, write a little bit bit about your your consulting and speaking businesses. Oh, wonderful. And that way people can find you. And then I think you said you wanted to do something special for our members on your book. Yes, absolutely. Because my book actually has just been published. So it's brand spanking new. And so I haven't even really done my big launch yet. And so it's pretty fresh for the uh, executive group. I think you just did. <laughs> yes, I think I just did launch it. <laughs> yeah. Um and so it's it's uh, the the price on the cover price on it's 27.95. But I uh, will offer it to the Executive Girlfriends Group for 19.95, and uh, just go to threestepmarketingpro.com, and three is the number three, threestepmarketingpro.com, and there's a link there, and in the promo code, just just put in E G G for Executive Girlfriends Group. That is okay. Very simple. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Well, I I always tell folks, because um, my regular listeners know what a sucker I am for clarity uh, of layout and design in books, and you have a very, very practical layout in your book. And so uh, I encourage those of you uh, who didn't get to be on the call live uh, to go take a look at her website and... uh, Hopefully we will have you back as as a, a regular member of Egg. We uh, do invite all of our speakers to uh, have a complimentary membership, and and many have come back to become just a regular part of things. So we hope you will join us another time. Absolutely, I would love to. That's terrific. Thanks so much. Well, Vicky. wonderful. Um, I I uh, am remiss if I don't ask uh, the folks who are listening live if there are any questions. And welcome, Marge. I saw you joined. Yep, I did join. Uh, uh, sorry, I was late. I was in transit, but uh, <laughs> we understand uh, that. <laughs> I like the uh, the reference to the uh, outdoor or the bus type of uh, advertising, and you know, New York uses quite a bit of that, and mm-hmm. and you could see what companies really use it more effectively and up to date when they have the call to action or you know the new website or whatever it might be, and then there's others that just stick up a poster, and that's about oh. it. Absolutely, and and one of the tactics too is the um, um, QR codes, which you might see in New York. Speaking of New York, there was like a ginormous QR code, which is a little—it's a, a barcode. Uh-huh. 
and you just take your smartphone and you click on, you take a picture of it. Oh, they're doing that like mad in 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 uh, some of the newspaper local huge. newspapers. It's huge, like, absolutely. I haven't and, tested it yet though, but I because I just you know was reading the Sunday paper and I see them like, oh, I'll do it later, and then I forget yeah. about it. But even in the the um, every morning I get uh, a free newspaper mm-hmm. uh, right when I'm getting on the subway. And yeah, the commuters are huge. Yeah, and there's there's any number of uh, pages that have that little looks yeah. like a little stamp or something. It looks like a little stamp with a you know a bunch of boxes. They're all kind of weird. So. Oh, oh, right. It, it looks like something like, like a kaleidoscope. You know, like <laughs> yes. a kaleidoscope. Yeah, exactly. And and that's big, and that's really big. And and I, but I have noticed it's bigger from what I've been seeing, bigger back east than it is in the west. Uh, yeah. But it is in all the newspapers. I'm seeing it in the newspapers. And what you do is you click on it, you scan it, and then you get more information. Yeah. So yeah. that's the idea, right, is, oh, I like that. Click. Oh, get the I rest get... of the story, get people engaged yeah. and, and that sort of thing. And so for, as a marketer, you can use that um, that barcode, that QR code that it's called, to either send them more information, send them directly to your website, uh, send them a text message. There's there's a n- number of different things that you can do, um, activities that you can do with that code. And you know what? It's really inexpensive. Mm. And uh, once it catches on, and, and right now it's more in an educational um, phase where um, we need to educate consumers on how to use it. So often, you know, we let the big guys do that and then go. I've got one on my book actually which is a business card. So someone clicks on it and they get all my information. So those will eventually be on your business cards and all over the place. Amazing. And, and, and you know, the thing, too, Chicky, I just wanted to address, too, you were saying the layout of my book. That's what I couldn't find, is I couldn't find anywhere where there is a list of tactics uh-huh. that was like a dictionary or Yeah, uh, this is unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, and you know, again... It, if any of you who are listening are responsible for marketing campaigns, and I don't say this very often, this is not not something that I am paid to say, but you can't live without this book because there are so many little things that can be done, many of which yeah. are not expensive that that she has outlined here. You know, what is it? What category does it fit in? What's the frequency? the references and examples of the use of this kind of promotion, when to use it, and the pros and cons of it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's that easy and clear. And these are all in boxes. It's all it's yeah. not narrative that you have to plow through. And so if you yeah. want to look them up, you can. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's really, really unbelievable. And so, uh, and particularly for those of you who are listening who are marketing consultants, you can. Oh, it's a it's a it's a must it's it's a must have for me, right? Because yeah, well, absolutely. If, I'm I mean, having, I... if you and I have been in marketing for thirty years, twenty five, thirty years, and right. we're kind of getting what was that? What what is this that they're using? What the, it, then then other people are having that same problem, and Definitely. so it just needs to be there. So I thought, you know, I saw a need and I filled it. You absolutely <laughs> did. Wow. Okay. It well, took listen. Me over a year I have. To compile this too, uh-huh. Oh, I bet. I bet. But now, now you are the de facto expert, and now I can see why you were bold enough to say, yeah. you know, that this is it. This is the ultimate. Yeah. 
Well, listen, I have really, really enjoyed having you on today, and uh, we do have a little bit of uh, chit-chat at the end of the call that we don't record because what's said on the egg call stays on the egg call, so I'm going to terminate the recording now, but just wanted to thank you again. So hang on just one second, and I'll be right with you.